Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent according to thy promises, declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, of thy faithful people, pardon and peace. They may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 18, verses 1 through 20. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my stony rock and my defense. My Savior, my God, and my might, in whom I will trust, my buckler, the horn also of my salvation, and my refuge. I will call upon the Lord, which is worthy to be praised. So shall I be safe from mine enemies. The sorrows of death compassed me, and overflowing of ungodliness made me afraid. Pains of hell came about me. The snares of death overtook me. In my trouble I called upon the Lord, and complained unto my God. So he heard my voice out of his holy temple, and my complaint came before him. It entered even into his ears. The earth trembled and quaked. The very foundations also of the hill shook, and were removed because he was wroth. There went a smoke out in his presence, and a consuming fire out of his mouth, so that coals were kindled at it. He bowed the heavens also, and came down, and was dark under his feet. He rode upon the cherubim, and did fly. He came flying upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place, his pavilion round about him with dark water, and thick clouds to cover him. At the brightness of his presence, his clouds removed, hailstones and coals of fire. The, law, the Lord also thundered out of heaven, and highest gave his thunder, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered them. He cast forth lightnings and destroyed them. 
the springs of water were seen and the foundation of the round world were discovered at thy chiding o lord at the blasting of thy breath of thy displeasure he sent down from on high to fetch me and took me out of many waters he delivered me from my strongest enemy and from them that hate me for they were too mighty for me they came upon me in the day of my trouble but the lord was my upholder he brought me forth also into a place of liberty. He brought me forth, even because he had a favor unto me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twentieth verse of the fourth chapter of the apocryphal book Ecclesiasticus. Observe the opportunity, and beware of evil and be not ashamed when it concerneth thy soul. For there is a shame that bringeth sin, and there is a shame which is glory and grace. Accept no person against thy soul, and let not the reverence of any man cause thee to fall. And refrain not to speak when there is occasion to do good, and hide not thy wisdom in her beauty. For by speech wisdom shall be known, and learning by the word of the tongue. In no wise speak against the truth, but be abashed of the error of thine ignorance. Be not ashamed to confess thy sins, and force not the course of the river. Make not thyself an underling to a foolish man, neither accept the person of the mighty. Strive for the truth unto death, and the Lord shall fight for thee. Be not hasty in thy tongue, and in thy deeds slack and remiss. Be not as a lion in thy house, nor frantic among thy servants. Let not thine hand be stretched out to receive, and shut when thou shouldest repay. Set thy heart upon thy goods, and say not, I have enough for my life. Follow not thine own mind and thy strength, to walk in the ways of thy heart. And say not, Who shall control me for my works? For the Lord will surely revenge thy pride. Say not, I have sinned, and what harm hath happened unto me? For the Lord is long-suffering, and he will in no wise let thee go. Concerning propitiation, be not without fear to add sin unto sin. And say not, His mercy is great, he will be pacified for the multitude of my sins. For mercy and wrath come from him, and his indignation resteth upon sinners. Make no tarrying to turn to the Lord, and put not off from day to day, for suddenly shall the wrath of the Lord come forth, and in thy security thou shalt be destroyed and perish in the day of vengeance. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God and my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. His mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, yet scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. Remembering his mercy hath opened his servant Israel, be promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the thirteenth verse of the second chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt, and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry, and he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and in all its districts, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation, weeping, and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted, because they were no more. Now when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the young child's life are dead. Then he arose, took the young child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea instead of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And being warned by God in a dream, he turned aside into the region of Galilee. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. 
and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and merciful God, of whose only gift it cometh that thy faithful people do unto thee true and laudable service, grant we beseech thee that we may so faithfully serve thee in this life. We fail not finally to attain thy heavenly promises, the merits of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness for the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of the only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Uh, just a couple of thoughts on uh, tonight's lessons. Um, our Old Testament lesson comes uh, not from the Old Testament, but from the apocryphal book of um, Ecclesiasticus. And um, this this uh, book can be kind of hard to summarize sometimes because you get a bunch of... Um, sayings and and um, the kind of come and sometimes they're disjointed or disconnected but looking for a theme amongst these proverbs um, we get that uh, God values truthfulness and honesty and so that is something that we ought to value ourselves and it says you know do not contradict the truth and that when we pursue uh, truth, God, God is is in favor of that. God will fight for you. It says so. Contend for the truth to the death, and the Lord will fight for you. And um, and then we look through a bunch of these sayings, and we notice that um, you know, the truth is a good a good thing to live by. Uh, the truth is never never wrong. That's why it's called the truth. And and when we um, live our lives in the truth. Uh, then, then we are living in the light, and um, and we can remain innocent and blame, blameless. Uh, the truth also uh, convicts us as well. Um, it talks a little bit here about um, you know perceiving the truth that we are sinful, and in order to perceive the truth that we are sinful, we will have an inkling of uh, when we've sinned or when there's. A pattern in our life that that we know deep down is not good and we have this conviction of it and it talks a little bit about um, the shame that brings sin and then there's shame that brings uh, glory and favor and um, shame seeks to uh, give us a sense of when we are sinning so that we might repent like that's the purpose of um, feeling feeling shame um, Shame's purpose is not to uh, make us continually feel bad um, that we can never get past the sin. So once we get past the sin, we shouldn't feel shame anymore. Um, but we also shouldn't continually live in a state of shame um, and continue to do the bad thing that we're doing. So the purpose of shame is to provoke a repentance. Um, and, and knowing the truth um, and, and doing some self-reflecting through prayer um, we're kind of directed by the Holy Spirit. He leads us in, in pointing out parts in our life where uh, maybe we're not being honest with ourselves or maybe we're trying to rationalize 
um, some bad behavior um, or some habits that we're doing. And, um, and once we finally uh, turn and, and uh, realize the truth and, and then just kind of let the truth wash over us, then we're able to repent and turn toward, uh, toward the Lord. Uh, and it talks about, you know, how the Lord doesn't always give us, um, you know, a consequence or a bad consequence for sinning right in the moment. And it pleases God for us to uh, come to the realization on our own through prayer and for us to to do the right thing and repent on our own. And so, so God's long-suffering in that sense. But at the same time, just as uh, ancient Israel uh, fell into habits of sin, you know, God... God will say no eventually um, at some point in time in this life or the next. And so um, it's always helpful to kind of, um, to, to God wants us to repent on our own, but, um, but eventually um, he's going to lead us to the truth, um, whether we like it or not. Looking at our, our uh, New Testament lesson today comes from uh, Matthew, uh, St. Matthew's Gospel, and we have an account where uh, the Holy Family flees uh, to Egypt, and something that sticks out to me is that God works within the family to to save uh, to save Jesus and to protect uh, Jesus from the the evil Herod. And um, he he comes to Joseph. Joseph is the one that leads the family as the head of the household, and the family becomes. The protector of life, uh, they protect Jesus, uh, not just the life of the family and the life of the children, but uh, Jesus dies for the life of the world, and so through the family, a uh, life is preserved. And we see here um, where where Jesus is, or where Herod um, gets so angry that he begins to murder children. He he um, is 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 putting um, putting death into the family and. and um, and this is this is this where where Herod kills these children. This is called the Holy Innocents, and um, and we and we can see um, that there's a modern day Holy Innocents um, occurring with the practice of abortion, where um, where life is not protected by the family anymore um, for various reasons. And so uh, and this passage just gives us a, a glimpse of, of what's supposed to happen, that the family uh, comes to bring new life into the world through the man and the woman, and their job is to protect that new life and bring it up um, in the right way. Uh, we also get this fulfillment of this passage as the Holy Family comes back. Um, that they they're talking about um you know the the weeping and the, the lamentation over the holy innocence and it, it's interesting um a voice was heard in rama is what was said and rama is um a town uh, outside of jerusalem where during the babylonian captivity all of the people from jerusalem were captured and um there were, rama was a staging area for them to be led into Babylon. So they were taken out of Jerusalem uh, to Ramah where they could be um, put, you know, in, into some transport or, um, you know, it was the organization of the, the exile happened at Ramah. Um, this is where Jeremiah was set free 
um, by the exilers at, at this place. And uh, Rama is also the place where um, uh, Rachel is said to have been buried, and Rachel died in childbirth. And so we have um, we have some, some really um, sad uh, parts of, of Israel's history are connected with Rama, and um, it's not too far from where the Holy Innocents happened, and so it kind of gets tied into that as well. So this is kind of the uh, the Rama connection of this prophecy. Here. This is a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Uh, it is Wednesday night, so we will um, pray the litany for the church and evangelism. You can click the link in the chat bar and, and um, pray along with us. We offer this litany for the church and evangelism uh, this evening to the glory of God, you know, for the prayers and intentions of those who are present with us during evening prayer. We also ask that God would open up new opportunities of mission and ministry within our diocese and increase the faithfulness of um, our parishes. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful. Have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God. Have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word and to receive with pure affection, to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. Give them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please you to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please you to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance to the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. 
that it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put into our hearts, seek out and find thy lost sheep, and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ, and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon this diocese, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, cover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Rochelle, for responding and reading tonight. Thank you all for being here this evening. Hope you have a, a fantastic Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you, Deacon Andrew. Thank you. Have a good Thank night. You. Have a good Thank night. Thank you. <laughs>